Welcome to the Inspiring Women Weekly Podcast, where women come to be encouraged, uplifted, and inspired to go further, push harder, and shine brighter through personal conversations with me, your host, LaShonda McLaurin. So let's get started. Welcome back to another episode of the Inspiring Women Weekly Podcast. LaShonda here, and I hope that you are having an amazing day and ready to have another great week. So I need to take a deep breath before we begin this episode. It is going to be a little different from uh, just about all the episodes before this one. Um, I felt like this is something that needed to be discussed. It's not the most upbeat and happy and cheery topic, but it is one that I know people are dealing with. I went back and forth about whether I wanted to have this discussion, but God kept telling me and giving me signs and showing me things to let me know that this is something that almost everyone is having to deal with this holiday season. So let's jump into it. The holidays are here among us and this month I want to inspire you in a different aspect of it. You know, last week I encouraged you to finish strong and I hope since that time that you really put in some work to get things done before the year is up. This week I want to discuss a different side of the holiday season. Whether we like to acknowledge it or not, the holidays can be hard. This season isn't a joyous time for everyone and it leaves some of us with mixed feelings of joy and sadness. One of the main culprits of this sadness is grief or missing a loved one. I know that this is something many of us deal with during the holidays. So for this episode, I want to inspire you to celebrate the lives of those you have lost. Okay, so let's flash back. Um, January 13th, 2006. My grandfather went to be with the Lord. And even though he was sick, the lost hurt like no other. He was my papa, a real life Santa Claus to me, a big man with a bigger voice and an even bigger heart. I miss him every day, but the feelings become especially intense during the holidays. See, Christmas was my papa's favorite time of the year. He cared nothing about getting presents. He just wanted to surround, be surrounded by his family give gifts to make everyone smile, and he had to have the biggest live tree that he could find, to my grandmother's dismay. (laughs) He lit up during this time of year, and even though he's been gone for 12 Christmases, I still miss his presence. I'm sure I'm not alone. Many of my clients I'm working with right now are dealing with this very thing, the loss of a loved one that has impacted their life. So if you find yourself in the midst of all this joy, feeling a tinge of sadness, you're not alone. As a therapist, I often have to help others learn how to manage their grief. For some reason, many of us put a time limit on how long we can miss someone. It's like if we are still having moments of sadness a year after someone has passed away, then something must be wrong. Not so. No one can tell you how long to miss a person. I will miss my grandfather for as long as I live, but the way I miss him has changed. It's important to note, please remember, hear me when I say this, that the grief process is complicated and there are levels to it. If you find yourself dealing with intense sadness, 
focusing on little else other than your loved ones being passed away. You're having issues with accepting it, numbness, anger, feeling detached, just having trouble living a normal life in your daily functioning. It is time to seek professional help. Do not continue to work on this alone by yourself. I just needed to put that out there as a little disclaimer that some levels of grief are so intense that you need to seek help. Okay, work with someone who is trained to deal with that complicated grief. So the first Christmas after my grandfather passed away was tough. Things seemed very different. I could tell my grandmother was struggling and there was a void in my grandparents' house. But eventually we found ourselves doing something that has carried us this far. And that is remembering him. We began to tell stories, to crack jokes, to reenact some of his famous moments, watch videos. And before we knew it, we were all smiling and laughing like he was in the room because he was. Those moments spent with him, those memories are still alive in us. And by remembering them, we are able to turn a moment of sadness into a session of gladness. These memories help me to be thankful, thankful for the time that God allowed me to spend with him, thankful for all the people he impacted and thankful that I have the opportunity to carry on his memory and his legacy. I often ask my clients, what are you doing to remember your loved one? And I often hear crickets. It's almost like people become afraid to talk about their loved one after the funeral and the repast. But I have learned from my personal and my clinical experience that it helps to talk and reflect and reminisce on your loved ones. Just like it's okay to still cry. Catch me on the right day and the right song comes on or the right movie comes on. And yes, your girl will start to cry and a few tears may flow. And that is okay. It is okay to show that emotion. John 11 and 35 says two very important words. Jesus wept. Jesus God's son, he cried. He cried because he lost his friend. So free yourself of thinking that you have to be the strong one and hard and not show emotions. A true sign of strength is the ability to express all emotions, including sadness in a healthy way. But I want to encourage you to try something new this holiday. Sadness may come and that's okay. I want you to try to do a few things to help you enjoy this holiday without your loved one instead of dreading this holiday. So here are a few tips to help your holiday become a little brighter. So my first tip is to be open to your feelings. With grief, there are so many different emotions people feel. They can range from sadness, anger, confusion, distraught, and so on and so forth. Whatever emotion you're feeling, you don't want to repress them. That gets you nowhere. Acknowledging how you're feeling this season is important. It is the first step to addressing and managing your emotions. Many of us try to hide how we really feel. And some of us don't really know how we feel because there are so many mixed emotions. And that's okay. You know, the day before Thanksgiving, my family took a loss. We lost my great uncle, my grandmother's brother. He passed away suddenly. I came home to see my family. And while seeing my almost 80-year-old grandmother, she finds out that she lost her brother, who she's very close with. And to see her so hurt and in a space that I hadn't seen her in since my grandfather passed left me with so many emotions. And while supporting her, I had to also find time and space to deal with my own emotions. Being a spiritual person, I often look to God. But sometimes even that is hard if we just be honest about it. 
you know, while I was planning for this episode, I was super nervous about doing it. But God kept dropping little nuggets to let me know that this needed to be discussed. And I came across a YouTube video that was featuring Dr. Tony Evans and Priscilla Schreier and Shire and her siblings. And they were discussing the sudden death of Winter Pitts. She was also a young, beautiful woman, a minister, and she was married and she had four young girls and she died very suddenly, randomly in the middle of the night, her heart stopped beating. And in that video, it is so raw and it discusses from a spiritual perspective, the different emotions um, that they were feeling at the time while grieving their loss. I will link that video on the website and on my Instagram. And so you have to be open to your feelings during this time of year and go watch that video. It was very helpful from a spiritual perspective to see how to handle the different emotions that you may be feeling dealing with the loss of a loved one. Okay, tip number two, surround yourself with people you love. When grieving, many of us want to just shrink away and hide out from everyone, especially during the holidays where there's so much joy and cheer and you often are not feeling that way. Fight that feeling to stay away from everyone and push yourself to be around others who love and support you. Key words, they love and support you, not those who are annoying and who aggravate you and upset you. Be surrounded by family and friends who can make a big difference in your mood. As I said earlier, we had a death in my family during Thanksgiving, and it was helpful that almost the entire family was home for the holidays, and we were able to surround ourselves with love and laughter and loudness. Yes, we are a very loud family. (laughs) So try to be around others, even when you're feeling down. You may be surprised at how it helps you increase your mood. Tip number three, find ways to celebrate your loved one's memory. To me, this is the game changer or this is the grief changer. This is when you have the opportunity to go from focusing on death to life. Finding ways to celebrate your loved one's life is a way of remembering the wonderful times you shared with them. Now, there are many ways to celebrate them. So that part is up to you. You can have memorial events, share stories about them, have a dinner in their memory, visit their gravesite. Whatever you do, make sure it is something that will remind you of the good times and moments with them. If there was something they were known for, something you did with them, or anything that reminds you of them, you can continue to do those things by yourself or with those that you love in order to celebrate them. Remember, how you grieve is a choice. You can choose to celebrate life over mourning their death. It may take some thinking and some planning, but it will be worth it if you give it a try. Tip number four, create new traditions. This tip kind of goes along with the previous one is celebrating. Sometimes the hardest part about the holidays when it comes to losing a loved one is that things just aren't the same. You feel a void and the traditions just don't feel the same. And when you try to continue with the same traditions without them, it can be really hard. So creating new traditions can help in this area. Now, let me give you an example. My family had the tradition of everyone going to my grandparents' home, sitting in the living room, and each person taking a turn sitting in the chair, and they received their gifts and they opened them, and everyone oohed and ah. This tradition kind of defined our Christmas mornings at my grandparents' house. And it was my grandfather's favorite thing to do on Christmas morning. 
And the Christmas after he passed away, we tried to continue with that tradition, but it was hard. It just didn't feel right. And honestly, it made me sadder. So after that kind of rough holiday, we decided to change things up. We stopped that tradition and created some new ones. My mom decided to have a Christmas Eve party and all the family would come over and exchange gifts then. And there have been plenty of new traditions that have been put in place since since then. So I encourage you to try some new things out this holiday that you may enjoy and see how that helps. Lastly, tip number five, do something kind for others. I've talked about this during one of my mental health minutes on Instagram. If you're not following me on Instagram, you can go check it out at LaShonda McLaurin. And it is the notion that doing things for others evokes a feeling of gratitude, which then affects your attitude. This also takes your mental focus off of you and what you're going through and your hurt and places your care onto others. Whether it's volunteering, checking up on a loved one, giving gifts to those in need, feeding those in need. All of those things can help someone else, but it can also help brighten your day. I don't know about you all, but my favorite thing about holidays is seeing the smiles on other people's faces when I do something for them or when I give them something. So try out doing something kind for others and see how that helps also. Guys, handling grief is tough. And I hope that this conversation and these tips will help you realize, one, you are not alone. And two, you can make it. So I hope that you feel inspired to celebrate the life of those who have gone on before us, to spend time and cherish those who you have here with you, and to always remember that you are not alone in this journey of healing. So until next time, stay encouraged and inspire someone else along the way. Okay, guys, that is it for today's episode. I really hope that it was inspiring. It is a little different from what we're used to, but I'm a therapist and I have to throw some things in there that I know people in my community are dealing with. And I know that grief has been something that's really tough for people this time of year. Get ready because we will have more conversations about things that everyone is dealing with in our community. So I hope that you enjoyed this one. Have an amazing week and I will talk to you guys in the next episode.